You are now listening to Carly's Couch. I'm Carly. And I'm Lex. In this podcast, we discuss a wide array of topics about life and how to live your best life. Whatever that looks like for you. (laughs) Hope y'all enjoy. This week on Carly's Couch, we discuss the importance of giving people grace and knowing when to enforce your boundaries. Pew, 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 pew. Cut them off. Cut that hoe uh, off. Cut that uh, hoe uh, off. <laughs> yes. That's so funny. We should have just did the whole thing as a diss track, but whatever. Next time. I remember uh, we, when we first started, we said we was going to make people freestyle when they come on. <laughs> feel like we need to reinstate that. Yeah, but also I don't freestyle, so <laughs> I don't have no juice on me. I'm a write. I'm a for sure write it and just think about it. But anyways, um, how you doing today, Lexi? I need more work in my life. <laughs> um, I'm pretty good. It is um, my Deltaversary December 15th, which is not why I put this shirt on. But uh-huh. I actually, it's funny because, um, what year will this be for me? Because I can't do the math that fast. What year did you cross? 07. 07. 15, um, 7, 8, 9, 10. 18. 18? 3. Did I make that up? Oh, because 27 10. is 4. Oh, 16. Did I make that up? I can't count um, Oh, yeah, because it'll be <laughs> our, um, it'll be, next year will be our 15th. And if we're two years, so yeah, you're 16. This year will be on 17th, right? Seven plus three. Who shall? 16. <laughs> Maybe it's a, Yeah, you're right, you're right. That sounds like, no. Make me think I'm crazy. <laughs> Dang, y'all, we are better at math than she that. Like, mm, right. Mm. <laughs> I was about to say, Scholarship yeah. Scholarship is not. Lexi is a, um, a super delta today. Oh, But shoot. my delta versus is on the fifth. It's so funny, too, because um, I've literally had this shirt for 15 years, going on 16 years, and I've, this is the first time I've ever worn it. It's so real cute. It used to be real huge. Now it's, like, barely just right. So here we go. Um, we out here. Anyway. Oh, so I didn't know you were fall, too. So, oh, happy Deltaversary to both of us in our lines. <laughs> Questions from the couch this week. What's one thing that you want for Christmas? Carly, what's one thing you want? Um, A trip. <laughs> to where? I want to be out of here uh, to get away. I want a little getaway, but that. Mm-hmm. But then also, um, I'm looking at like a camera because I love photography. So I've been looking at like different film or other cameras that would be fun for me to play with. Mm-hmm. That is fun. Um, one of the things I really want for Christmas is a record player. So mm-hmm. I need to finally get one at some point. I love I my I one. love my Audio Technica. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. I really Highly recommend. Um, some other things people said. They said she knows she at the top of my list. Probably doesn't. <laughs> Um, somebody else said clarity. That's real. Someone said <laughs> you time gotta wait for Christmas for that. Yeah, but. you can get that today. Uh, time off for a snowball fight. You can take the day. And then someone said that they have uh, they want breakfast for dinner, which I guess family Aww. a tradition. Somebody said five months free rent mm-hmm. <laughs> from the south. Someone also <laughs> yeah for sure. Someone also said peace and quiet. And then Dang, that's when you know you got a family. <laughs> yep, absolutely. And then one of my favorite on this list is reparations for the Red Summer massacres, especially the one in Tulsa, because some of them people are still alive. Give them any money. Yeah, that's crazy. Y'all Give were them real, money. Uh, real conscious with y'all answers, but all right. <laughs> y'all want peace and love for Christmas. I feel it. Um, I hope everybody does have a, a good holiday season coming up, though, and enjoy yourself. Um, and have a good season, be good to people, and hopefully you get what you want. <laughs> yeah. Everybody who responded. Yeah, and everybody who didn't. I hope y'all get what y'all want, too. But 
Um, today's episode, I can't really remember what was the catalyst for this thought, but I've been seeing the word space and grace a lot more on social media, a lot more in podcast interviews and people talking about how important it is, which it is like, you know, people need space and grace. We can be forgiving and know that people are human. We need to give ourselves space and grace. And I respect that. But then the idea I started to ponder was at what point does it become too much? Like, at what point is extending grace not serving you? And what does that even look like? Yeah, that's a good way to say it. At what point is this not serving you? I think that's important to ask about everything. Um, but you're right. And, and just now when you were talking about space and grace, I also thought about how um, we can even be talking about um, people in the music industry or in film mm -hmm. or, like, just anything, right? Like, just people, everybody makes mistakes. We're all human. People mess up. Um, the people in our lives may mess up and or do things that don't serve us, family members, uh, relationships, et cetera. Um, so even from people you know to people you don't know, it's like, well, at what point is it like, all right, how many times, you know, is a thing going to happen? Or um, how many times are you, are you going to put me through something? Mm -hmm. or You know, or just be bad for me. Um, and so we'll talk about, like, what that point is today. Have you, Carly, ever had to cut somebody off or stop extending that grace? Yes. Yes, I have. Um, Lexi started laughing at me with how quickly I started putting names on this list. But I think yes. I've been like, <laughs> I was like, okay. In the first note over here. <laughs> bro, in the first, <laughs> the first person I actually put on there was my mom because that's like that's the most crazy. vivid to me, which we can get, mm -hmm. I'll get into more of why later and how I knew that I needed to do that. Um, but I put my mom, I put um, someone who is no longer my friend, had to completely cut them out of my life. Um, mm -hmm. Someone who I was dating, who completely don't talk to anymore. And then others like, um, which I'll talk about how I cut them off or like moved them in a way to make it serve me. But yes, I have an array of folks. Mm -hmm. I actually have um, kind of a difficulty with cutting people off and or feeling like I need to. Um, I think because I like attention, I like the love. So like, let's, if we're talking about like exes or something, I have exes that I don't talk to at all. Um, but if someone were to call me or hit me up, I'm not like not responding all the time. You know what I mean? Like I'll, I'll respond. I'll talk to people typically. Um, but I, right now there's only one person I can think of that I have had to cut off, which was a colleague, um, with work and they were just so, so toxic and just, I felt like I had gave them so, so many chances and not even chances. I wasn't necessarily looking for it to change, but I let, I let the cycle keep going mm -hmm. a zillion times. And then it was just like, finally, even with that though, it, it had to be forced. Like it was forced that, um, you know, when they were dropped from, um, or finished their contract with the client, then I did not have to talk to them. And then I decided, let me not talk to them at all again. And so even with that, like it was something that kind of made that happen. Um, so it's, I think it's hard for me. I think I have a thing where I don't like feeling like the bad guy or I don't want somebody to think mm -hmm. I'm the bad guy, even though they probably already do. Um, and so I, I don't tend to like cut people off that way. Yeah, that's a, a good thought. And I think that that is one of the things that keeps people in these cycles. Right. Mm -hmm. But um, I heard a quote from Viola Davis, which if y'all have not read her or listened to her book, it's phenomenal. Um, she's great. And she narrates it. So shout out to her. But um, mm -hmm. she said, you have to get comfortable with disappointing other people. Mm -hmm. You have to learn how to enjoy that, because if not, you'll spend your lifetime disappointing yourself. Yeah, that's and real. I'm like, woo, because, because every time you are like um, done with the situation or decide to enforce your boundaries or whatever, it's always that feeling of like, or most of the time I would say, of I should have did this, you know, before, or I wasn't happy. Um, but it's tough because I'll also find myself being able to say like, I'm not happy with this person and still, I still don't want them to not like me though, you mm -hmm. know? So like, um, 
it can be difficult but very necessary. Yeah, and I feel like every time you cross your own boundaries or every time you let people cross them and you and you just don't have that confidence in yourself, it starts to whittle away. Mm-hmm. And, like, you just start to become very disappointed. And to her point about being coming, I would much rather like other people, and I'm learning that as an ex-people pleaser, to be okay with people not liking me, to be okay with people, you know, yeah. not wanting to be my friend or or that. Um, and one of my best friends pointed out, like, in my profession, so being a trainer, being a teacher, something like that, like, part of my job is people have to like me because they have to yes. want to come back and I have to want be able to create these spaces. And so I've noticed, like, in me learning my boundaries, like, I'm able to honor that and that part of my job without it being too much to where I, like, um, allow people to cross my boundaries and disrespect me or whatever, which also doesn't happen as much. All these cutoffs I've been talking about were quite a ways to go in my journey, most of them, except for one. Um, but I still think it's a great lesson for us to learn our own breaking points and our own like no goes. Yes. Does it feel like we tend to wait too long? Do you feel like in your situations you waited too long? I mean, and not that there's ever a point where it's maybe too, too far gone, but um, did you I, let it go? Oh, too for far? sure. I would say in romantic relationships, unequivocally, yes. Embarrassingly, yes. That's so crazy but I also happens. feel like I'm learning to appreciate that I didn't because now I have more like forgiveness for myself and like why I would let things go on and what I was looking for. Like I understand myself better, mm-hmm. so it's less judgment. Mm-hmm. But then also like now I know I ain't never doing that shit again. Like yeah. <laughs> I think that's fair. Like one thing about me, like I, my therapist will say this too. She's like, I'm never worried about you being aware because I'll be so aware of like. Even if I feel some kind of way about somebody else, like I know I contributed this or this is what I'm doing or or I know this is what I want to get out of something or, you know, whatever it is. Right. So you could be aware that something's not quite right, but it's still like it's your issue. Like if you need to cut somebody off or there, there's some type of a breaking point where you finally deciding this is not good for me. Um, and so based off of what I was saying earlier about cutting that colleague off, I guess I'm re- I'm probably really bad with boundaries actually if I really thought about it probably I'm really bad with it because the only reason I was not the only reason but what made that happen is the fact that well I didn't have to work with them anymore so now it's easy for me to enforce this moving mm-hmm. forward or to make the decision like let me not work again because it did it has come up where she even had hit me up one time and saying hey let me tell you about this project um you know I, I would feel like I hate if I didn't tell you about this and I didn't say anything at all um but there is something about those romantic relationships where, like, as soon as you get a little bit of a crumb or something, you kind of, like, in your mind, it's like you want to have not been wrong or made a bad decision. Or, like, so many things that's about us. And so realizing that I think is helpful, like, that it can be a you thing. And, and a lot of times we're judging ourselves uh, more than it's necessary about judging the other person. Man, and I think that, like, I'm so glad you said that because that is what it is. And those are the reasons that we do hold on to these things for so long. So it's like, you know, you do like people, you want to see them try. Um, You don't want sunk costs. Like, man, we've been trying to make this work for eight years. I don't want to waste eight years, but it's like, you're probably going to waste another eight thinking like that, to be honest. Um, But then I also want to say like our attachments to how we want to appear to other people or the power we want to hold in their lives or how we want to show up also keep us in these situations. Mm -hmm. Like you want to be the good person. You want to be they, you know, person that holds them down. You want to be this. And so you're doing all the things to try to keep up this appearance. But when you're really not respecting what you need, what you want and yourself in this situation. Yeah. So this is all about respecting ourselves. So with you, how did you 
get to a breaking point where you're like, you know what? I know I have to choose myself or choose to um, not be in contact or whatever anymore. Yeah, and I'll go through because I think they're all different points, mm-hmm. but also all important. So one, um, my mom, and it wasn't like a if you, it wasn't nothing like that. I was like, look, I love you. You're not respecting my boundaries. And until you do, I will not talk to you. Because every time she talked to me, she would keep trying to, um, like, make me, like, so I'm parentified, which we'll talk about in another episode, was kind of like where I took the role of a parent, care, caregiver slash parent in our relationship. And she kept trying to get me to help her solve and do stuff that was not my responsibility. And I had, like, grown to a point in my own healing where I realized that is not my shit. It's your shit. And you need to take care of it. Stop coming to me with that. And it's not that I don't care about you, but it's like I care about myself. So I, anyways... I had to tell her, like, until you learn how to respect my boundaries and, and what I need and listen to me and stop coming with, well, I'm your mom. You should, I don't have to do anything. And I love you very right. much. But no. And then so um, I didn't talk to her for probably like three months. Um, and then she came back and she was like, I'm so sorry. You're right. She's like, I have terrible boundaries and my feelings got hurt when you did yours. She mm-hmm. was like, but me mm-hmm. doing that inspired her to have better boundaries mm-hmm. and improved all of her relationships. So look at that. That's wow. happened to me too. Wow. But yeah, other people enforce boundaries for you and you're like, oh damn, that's that's powerful actually. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's still, it's so hard though. I don't know. It's, all, it's, it's, it's so terrible. Hard. And I felt like a terrible daughter. I ain't gonna mm-hmm. hold you. Every time, and one of my aunties was like, you know, it's rude how you're not talking to your mom. And I was like, it'd be cute if you were my mom, but you're not, so we're not talking about this. Yeah. But, like, you know, other people, like, judgment, I had to, like, let go of what how, how I felt my family was going to feel I was. Mm-hmm. Because it's not about them, okay? Mm-hmm. So that's that one. Um, another one is um, a friend who, like, I don't know, we just didn't, like, it was one of those relationships that have just been around so long that they were still in your life, but you're really not pouring into each other mm-hmm. or growing. It's just they've just been kind of there. Um, and just kind of like let that phase out of our life. Like I, I stopped doing things I didn't want to do, like go out, go to clubs, go do all that, which sounds silly, but like we've been friends since college and that was a lot of pressure all the time. Cause I don't want to do those. And I very much listened to how I feel and they couldn't respect that. And so we just kind of like, I set boundaries and then we ended up really not being friends, but the other one. So I think another reason why people stay in situations longer than they should and don't have boundaries and think <laughs> about grace and space is by necessity and what I mean is, like, one girl, I was um, actually living on her couch. Not my best friend, but someone else. And so um, I didn't think, like, there was a lot of things that she was doing that I felt like I kind of had to because I ain't had nowhere to live at the mm-hmm. moment. And so I put up with a lot more than I normally would have. But then... Um, she touched you. No, not like that. Oh. Girl, not like, like that. I'm talking about just... So <laughs> where, I, she was like she a, um She was a succubus, which is like an energy vampire type of person. Oof, so every time yeah. we were talking, it was always woe is me and oh my god this guy did this but we would talk about it but she would never make changes and it was like you're just sucking my energy but then also like um it just was a very lopsided energetic relationship so not touching me i would have whipped her ass but it was like other stuff i was about to say because just sorry to interrupt so i know a lot of um people find themselves in those positions like when when they're like don't have nowhere to stay or whatever mm-hmm. and then they feel like they got to do stuff mm-hmm. and all oh that. yeah no not like that no i was very much fine like that but um she also uh, had some beliefs in life like that I do not like put up with. And so I think that that's another boundary too. If you recognize that your values are not aligned with somebody mm-hmm. and um, yeah, so we are not friends uh, because of that. And then um, like one of my exes, so I'm actually like moderately cool with a couple of my exes. I don't have that many. I have like four, four to five really solid, like actually dated and stuff exes. But one of them I completely stopped talking to because he always kept trying to push for us to get back together. Just wanted to be with me. And like, mm-hmm. you're not really my friend. Mm-hmm. And so like, 
I'm separating, but also I want you to be able to completely like detach from me so that you can have other mm-hmm. relationships. So that was for him. Like, and it was probably one of those things where it's like people just want to be liked. So he probably just wanted mm-hmm. you to start being like, mm, all right, just to then be like, you're never mind. Yeah, and I do not. And like then, that's such a cycle, bro. And then the last one was like it just wasn't serving me, and I felt like he just kept trying to reach out to be a friend to to just see if he still got her or to see mm-hmm, if I would still mm-hmm. reply. So now you just don't get the dignity of a response. Like, mm-hmm. you're, I can tell you're not a being genuine. You're not really trying to be my friend. When I took a step back and looked at the relationship, like, you're a high-key narcissist, and, like, I'm, it just wasn't serving me. You weren't really ever my friend friend. Yeah. And so why would you be in my life? Yeah, some people will just hit you and they need a little boost. Mm-hmm, and, um, yeah, I ain't going to be that. Go fill your cup some rest, brother. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I get it. I get it. I she feel said, it. you got touch. Yeah, that's because that's not it. Um, so at what point, those those are your breaking points, at mm-hmm. what point do you know when to stop dealing with a thing? And this is like for people in general, like what are the qualities in place, like what's happening? Um, so, for example, one thing I think is, that one thing that people should be doing, if you're in a situation where you feel like you need help ex, um, enforcing a boundary and or you feel like you're in a position where somebody's doing too much of something, is a, a, this about to be a tongue twister for me, assess the assess the access mm-hmm. um, mm. that people have. Uh, that's like some preacher stuff. Yeah, assess the, the access. access. <laughs> Makes it easier um, to say, though. <laughs> right. That's how I should have said it. <laughs> T.D. Jakes it. Um, but by that is like, Okay, and that can that's sometimes you need to think about what do you need to do for yourself. So like Carly was in a situation with a roommate and it's like, okay, what do I need to do to get my money up or to find a spot mm-hmm, or to like make mm-hmm. moves or you know whatever if I'm not if I'm in a place where somebody has access to me and like I feel like I have to be here right now. So you have to kind of, you're kind of putting yourself in a place to deal with something. So you may have to figure out what do you need to do to be in a space where you may not feel that you need this person or have to be around them. That may be about finding a different job. If it's like a coworker or like a boss who's mm-hmm. being inappropriate or something happening, they're not respecting you or whatever, like getting yourself out of situations. Um, and those are things that are about you making a move. Mm-hmm. But like she said, with her family or sometimes there's folks in your life where they are there and, and they may be reaching out to you or um, expecting you to be reaching out to them regularly and you feel like you just have to stop um, and so changing people's accessibility, um, can be difficult, but that may be on you to like move somewhere else or figure out what you need to do to be in a position, um, to have more options. Yeah. And to have power, like to be able to do that. So in the yeah, situation, yeah, in that situation with like, I was living with someone, didn't really have my cookies up to get my own spot like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I just like would start working like I would I would stay out longer working so to like to limit the time I would have to see her and like you know what I'm saying like I you really like if you can't completely up and leave a situation because sometimes you can't right like I just changed it where I would tell her like hey, I don't really feel like talking about that today like you know just my mm-hmm. own little boundaries and things I felt like I could do um so I think that that's important but I think some questions to ask yourself if you do feel like you know there might be some situations like that like is this relationship serving me or is this thing serving me because that's always important um 
And then is it that I, that they don't need to be in my life or maybe I just need to change their access, like take, mm -hmm. take them off a of VIP and put like, I can love you, but from over there, because I have a lot of people like that in my life mm -hmm. and some family too. Like I love you so much, but from over there, like you can't get access to my day to day. Like if it's like layers of a cake, like I'm the only person on the top tier with myself. The next person is like partner, best friend, so-and-so next tier. Like what mm -hmm. tier do people need to be on in your life? Because rearranging them could make all the difference in the world without actually having to cut people off. Mm -hmm. But the hardest people to cut off that we do need to sometimes are people that we give a top layer. Mm -hmm. um, so like it may be that partner or um, somebody close to you where, and maybe it's because they're your own growth. Like you just start to realize, um, you know, maybe there's been a separation and or sometimes it's just, you're just like you said at the beginning it's just hard to let it go once you do see something and you mm -hmm. kind of already know but like you just keep going um so that's what makes it hard is because they're at the top sometimes um and yet it's still important maybe we need to take a bigger slice of the of the me level <laughs> for a minute mm -hmm. um until we realize like that that's something that we don't need and sometimes it's the hardest thing is just making the decision because once you do you can feel so much freer or, or feel good. You said when you cut your mom off, you like you felt like a bad daughter, and that makes sense. Like it makes sense to feel guilty and not feel um, good, feel like a bunch of things. Mm -hmm. And yet, what you got out of it, the results seem to have been worth at least um, you trying that for yourself and for her to see that example as well. So I, I think doing what's best for you is always going to be the best thing, even when it's uncomfortable. Um, and it is so uncomfortable. Um, that's what makes it hard. So you have to, what was the Viola quote? You have to oh, be okay disappointing people. Yeah, to not disappoint yourself. And and recognize that you don't need to be disappointed with yourself because a relationship has not worked out in whatever way. And that could be family, girlfriend, whoever. Like, you, you can be okay recognizing that issues, problems, things not working out is all part of this thing. So... Um, if it's not serving you, then cut it out. Like, or just try it. Just cut it out. Yeah, just try it and um, practice with small boundaries first and then work up towards big ones. Um, try to remove yourself from places. But then also, if you do find yourself holding on to a situation that, like, you know you should let go because we have been there, we'll be there, whatever, yeah. um, is – Asking yourself, like, what am I really looking for? Like, why? Why this person? Why this thing? What am I getting from this that makes me feel like I still need it? Because then if you can give yourself whatever you're looking for in other ways, it might be easier to let some of that stuff go. Mm -hmm. And I think this might be saying the same mm -hmm. thing, but I'll ask, like, whatever they're doing, I'll ask, like, why, why do I want them to ignore me? Or, like, why do I want them to dump onto me? What am I what am I getting out of that? Because maybe sometimes you'll feel like, oh, that makes me feel like I'm needed or important. Mm -hmm. Um, but it but it drains me and so like I don't that's not worth it. Like you have to kind of really be real with yourself about um what what you want is what you're kind of what you're, what you're getting, getting, if that makes sense. So it's like why 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 do I want somebody to like do that thing? Um and then that helps you kind of assess yourself. And I think that's the biggest piece, right? Because a lot of people are like, well, I didn't ask them to abuse. I didn't ask them to, to use me or to, like, do that. But it's like, mm -hmm. okay, well, what are, like, you're looking for that if validation. Else, they would just be like, nah. Yeah, like, exactly. When they or they would have cut, yeah, but you're, you're allowing these things. And I think that is really uncomfortable sometimes to recognize the things that we have grown to allow, the things that we have grown to need. And so, you know, this process isn't easy, but it's so worth it in feeling lighter. And then also, you know, being in a space you want to be in with the people who need to be there. Mm -hmm.
and not just carrying around all these extra folks or extra opinions or extra um, relationships just because it's either what you've always done. You don't want to be disappointed. Don't want people to whatever, like, you know, judge you for. And it's all about self-exploration and figuring out what you need and how to meet those needs. Yes. Last week we talked about feeling and now it's so important to feel good in life and you can feel happiness and joy in your relationships as well. So this week you can think about um, in what spaces does do I not does it not feel good or where are you allowing people to do things and you don't really feel good but they're there or you're going through with it um, and just do that kind of an assessment if there is anything any place where you need to enforce boundaries I'm not saying necessarily like how many people can you cut off this week because uh, we know all them tweets is coming at the end of the year about people not making it to 2024 and all that but Don't be um, here till 2025 <laughs> but think about um, you know where those spaces are where this isn't really necessary and you can just um, Carly had an example earlier, like you just kind of start to fall back. Like you don't have to, sometimes I'll do the, where it's like somebody texts me and it's like, I don't, I just, I don't want to answer this right now. I can't think mm-hmm. about this. I don't want to answer this. And it's okay. Like, um, somebody yesterday had texted me and was like, are you, are you in town Lex? And I, I just didn't even look at it. I didn't answer it. Cause I'm like, they about to ask me for something. I don't got the capacity <laughs> yeah. or, or sometimes you never know. Cause sometimes somebody might be like, Hey, you want to hang out? Whatever. But it's like, either way I don't have the capacity. And it's like, I actually don't have to answer this right now. So, yeah. um, but being on the other side, if this was somebody who was like a super, super close friend, you know, and, and it's like, well, you never answer me. That's also something to talk about from your side as well, from both sides. So you can understand how, um, you know, you may need different access or you may have different wants and needs in the relationship. So depending on how important that relationship is, you can talk about those things um, and or you can just like you can just be enforcing and let those things come up when they come up. But at least you'll do your part by enforcing your own boundaries. And you have to know what you need and do that self-assessment, but then own your power in those spaces. Like, I think that that can be such a fun thing to shape your life in a way that best serves you. And knowing that we don't have to do things like traditionally or how you always have just because that's the way you've always done them. Like, you can wake up tomorrow and choose to do everything differently, and that can be a very beautiful thing. So, look at that this week. Have a great week, and we will see you next week. Bye, y'all.